Welcome to Birkbeck Voices. I'm Louisa Ackerman and today I'm talking to Professor Lisa Baretza from the Department of Psychosocial Studies. She will be delivering a talk about waiting in the context of health and care services on Wednesday 31st of October at Birkbeck Stratford campus as part of our Big Ideas lecture series. This is free to attend but does require booking. I will leave the link to book a place in the description of this podcast. So waiting for healthcare, waiting for a doctor's appointment or waiting for a test result is something that almost everyone has experienced. Why did this interest you as a research area? Thanks, Louise. I mean, I think that question points, first of all, towards the um, very common experience that we all share of needing healthcare at some point in our lives. And in Britain, um, the healthcare that we need is often provided uh, by the NHS or its allied services. So most of us will have an experience at some point in our lives of being a patient. And many of us might experience also providing some form of healthcare within the health service. Uh, Many of us have been born in a hospital or um, we might have been alongside someone who's died, for example, in a hospital setting or in a hospice. Most of us will probably visit a GP at some point in our lives or have a spell in hospital or in a health clinic. So it's a very, very common experience. We're all going to need healthcare at some point. And I guess what we're interested in is the way that waiting sits right at the core of experiences and practices, in fact, of healthcare. I mean, even to use that word patient is at some level to recognise, you know, in the kind of epistemology of that or the etymology of that word, uh, the kind of endurance or suffering or resilience um, of healthcare users and of practitioners as they wait and they see what, what giving time to a situation might bring. But I think what we've noticed is that that aspect, the crucial role that waiting plays in healthcare, remains quite um, under-researched in academic research, but also not particularly discussed in public discourse about the health service. And I think there are many reasons for that, but one of them is probably to do with the ways that waiting gets used as a kind of political football, if you like, about debates about the success or the failure of um, the NHS. And that's because, I guess, in some ways, um, the political debate is usually focused on wanting to reduce waiting times. Nobody wants to wait when they're in it having an experience that is painful or uh, full of anxiety. And so then it gets used as a way to um, justify providing more efficient services elsewhere, for example, through private sources. So it's a highly political debate that makes it quite difficult to, to notice the ways that waiting and the offer of time is in fact at the core of healthcare and the offer of time itself is a form of care. And so we want to develop a more complex, if you like, and a more nuanced public discussion about the value of extended temporalities in health, in well-being, but also in illness, in treatment, uh, in recovery, in the kind of chronic illnesses that many of us are going to develop during our lives, and also in dying, because we think waiting is a practice of care that goes relatively unnoticed in the health service. So the idea that you've just raised about waiting being a form of care is particularly interesting. Um, What do you mean when you say raise the value of this? What would this look like in practice? Well, we've designed a project that brings together a team of researchers to look at this question, what does it mean 
to wait now and what is the value of waiting as a practice of care from a range of interdisciplinary perspectives. So um, this is a Wellcome Trust funded project that will develop over the next four years with a colleague of mine, Laura Salisbury at the University of Exeter and a team of researchers who are working, um, coming from backgrounds in history, in literary studies, in sociology, in psychoanalysis and psychotherapy and also in art practice to try to get at this question of the value of waiting and the mode of waiting that could be experienced as a form of care from these very interdisciplinary perspectives. And that's because, I guess, this question of what does it mean to wait now begs another question of what is the history, if you like, of waiting in the uh, temporal period that we call modernity. If you think about modernism as the time when um, many, many uh, people wrote about and experienced a kind of speeding up of time, the development suddenly of things like the telegraph or the telephone that could cross distance almost instantaneously. Modernism is is often associated with speed and we've gone on thinking about our current times as a kind of acceleration, speeded up time so that there's a question I guess now about whether people have lost their ability to wait or whether we live in a kind of very immediate kind of present and counterbalanced with those kinds of views in social theory are a different set of views about, first of all, uh, the ways that different people, different populations, different groups of, of people um, have different experiences of temporality so that while some people's time goes very fast, other people's time has to go very slowly in order to allow people whose time goes very fast to go fast. So we have these real differentials between uh, people's experiences of time. And in addition, um, there are many discussions alongside the idea of modernity being about speeded up time that show us that there are these very slow uh, temporalities that unfold at the same time. So people like Rob Nixon, for example, has talked about slow violence and the idea that um, some forms of, of violence, for example, towards the environment will only show up in millions of years' time. Um, think about the kinds of destructiveness of nuclear waste, for example, where its immediacy can't be felt right now but can only be felt into the deep future. So that these very... Um, intense discussions going on about what it means to live now as a temporal moment when the future feels so uh, foreclosed and doesn't feel to us like this wonderful open kind of vista, which we might think of as the vista um, that was open when the health service was first founded in in the 1940s. So we're interested in changing relationships to waiting and to time and therefore what the offer of waiting as a form of care might mean to people right now. And we do believe that an interdisciplinary approach coming from these very different angles can produce this more complex and nuanced public discussion that we want to have that might make some kind of intervention into the simple idea that waiting must be eliminated at all costs. You've also mentioned the idea of waiting as a kind of political football where some people see waiting for a hospital appointment as either a failure of the NHS or an underinvestment in the NHS. But then medical services can also be criticised if they are offering treatments too soon. And I'm thinking of things like antidepressants in this case um, without maybe exploring or offering longer term care options at the same time. How do you think waiting is used as a political tool? 
Well, I think that's a very interesting example, actually, the example of um, some forms of, of treatment being given too quickly. And it's extremely understandable why that might be. If you're a very busy and in some ways sort of harassed GP and someone comes in who's clearly in in a very acute form of psychic pain, you want to offer something that might alleviate that quickly. At the same time, what you've highlighted is exactly the difficulty. How might a GP make an alternative kind of intervention in which opening up a time to think and to offer a different kind of thinking time, which is how you might describe therapeutic care, a form of therapy, for example, how might that be received in an experience in which not only do you feel in terrible pain, but in this context in which, as you say, the discourse is that I must have something quickly. I have a right to have something quickly and I I must have a service that responds to my need right now. And I think that's the very unhelpful sort of concatenation, if you like, between uh, a public discourse that can only think about waiting as a form of um, abandonment and these very nuanced medical practices that practitioners have developed over decades of, for example, watchful waiting, which is a term that some GPs might use, which is actually quite a careful practice. It's it's a form of treatment in and of itself, but isn't articulated as as such. And I guess we hope to develop a kind of language, really, a shared language between healthcare providers, practitioners, and ourselves as patients, whereby we might be able to hear that offer of perhaps antidepressants a bit later, but let's try this first, might be experienced as a form of care rather than a form of abandonment. Thank you very much for joining me today. And again, if you would like to book your free place at Lisa's talk on the 31st of October, the link is in the description below.